You're listening to Cree, the Irish for Heart, a podcast brought to you by Alison Murphy and Melanie Clark Pullen. We are two Irish facilitators of Danielle Laporte's Heart Centred and Desire Map programs. We have a passion to see women living heart centred lives that bring light and love to their communities. Enjoy the next half hour as we chat and share about what we do. Hi, Alison. <laughs> Hello, my love. How are you? I'm good. You have a good swim this morning? Oh, bliss. Absolute bliss this morning. And how often are you going swimming at the minute? Tell the, tell every, the listeners. Oh, so proud of myself. Every single day in the month of May. In the Actually, Irish Sea. I've had one extra swim. So, just <laughs> so you can miss skip a day if you want to. Yeah, just, you know, it was a nice day. And I thought, oh, I was in a bad mood. And I thought I'll double dip. <laughs> So a double dip and I have one banked. So um, I might do the same today. It's such a nice day today. So we'll see. Lovely. How this are you? Is, I'm okay. I'm, I had my physio appointment this morning for my back and I have acupuncture for the first oh, time. So yeah, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, yeah. really relaxed, really relaxed. So this is our podcast. I know. Hard to believe we finally made it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> and it's called Cree, which is the Irish for heart. And um, we, well, we came up with Cree at the beginning of the year um, because of our selling the Desire Map planners. And so this is where we've, it's evolved to, would you say? Yes. yes. And as our first episode, I thought it would be a good idea if we sort of introduced each other and who we are and how we got to know each other. And um, we do need to have a little bit of an eye on the time because um, sure we could rattle off. Yes. Yeah, we do tend to get carried away. (laughs) (laughs) So let it be known, first of all, Alison Murphy and myself, Melanie Clark Pullen, we have actually never met in person. Which seems like a big old crime, considering the fact that Alison actually lives about 20 minutes from where I'm from. And um, like, it's kind of bizarre how we came to be. So how, who are you, Alison? And how did you come to the Desire Map? Oh my, well, I'm Alison Murphy. Um, How did I come to the Desire Map? I came, a series of very fortunate events brought (laughs) me to Desire Map. Um, I came to Desire Map through the body image movement and Taryn Brumfish and a course called Unstoppable where somebody quoted this amazing stuff from this woman called Danielle Laporte. And I looked it up and started listening to, I think it was White Hot Truth was the first book. Um, on my walks, I was walking, I was a dog walker at the time. So, yeah, I started reading, listening to White Hot Truths, and there was an awful lot of talking to myself on beaches, walking dogs, <laughs> and going, yes, oh, fuck, yes, that's brilliant. So, um, yeah, and then I I read Desire Map and started desire mapping myself, treating myself to a planner. Um, actually, got a, my first planner was my Christmas present that year for my two kids. Aww. Um, and after a year of 
using the planner and desire mapping, a friend said to me, why don't you become one of those facilitators? And I said, no, I don't think so. And I looked into it and yeah, I just, I, I, it really worked for me. So I really thought, yeah, I can do this. I can bring it to other people. Yeah. Um, so that's how I came to Desire Map. How about you? Do you know, I can't remember the first time I came across Danielle, but it was around the time there was a kind of a, a rise in, in my conscious, consciousness of these um, American and North American, you know, Canadian uh, wellness people like Abby Bernstein, Mary Forleo um, and Danielle Laporte. And I and I found her desire map first and of course, I did what I usually do. I bought it and I did it half ass. <laughs> I thought, this is really, really good. But it, but I didn't get the most out of it. But then I loved the idea of the planner and I treated myself to a planner. And yes, I spent almost the same amount of money in the shipping as I did in the planner. Yes. Because, um, yeah, it was quite, you know, she. I think one year she did, did I did get it through Amazon. But I really, I understand now that actually that means they don't get anything at all yeah yeah I do remember buying a planner and the book for my yoga teacher when we lived in Wicklow and that must have been 2017 and I remember listening to White Hot Truth um in the Redwoods in California (laughs) I was was able to go to I spent a week in California writing and um, I got to I listened to White Hot Truth then, as, as far as I remember. So in terms of becoming a facilitator, when we moved up here to the north of Ireland and I saw that there was a possibility of the, you know, the planners, they were, she was launching the planners. This must have been, this is 2018. Yes, that was, it was 2018. And she was offering to become a facilitator. And I thought, and there was, she was talking about discounts for, facilitators to get planners and stuff like that and I thought oh that might be an interesting opportunity here so my beloved father-in-law um stumped up the license fee for me as an investment in my oh. future which was a really really amazing gift and I got it I did uh I got the first bulk lot in I got 12 planners and then there was more people interested because I said I'd bought them and so I got in touch with Renee Masur, um of Team D and said, any chance we could do something here? I could be your UK distributor. And it just kind of took off. But that was the year that the planners were stuck on a ship in China on the way out of China. And they were stuck in the sea and they couldn't be let into America. And so, yeah. in fact, my I did three orders and my last order arrived on the 19th of December. And I had 24 hours to pack I think it must have been about 30 planners. Oh my god. Get them into the post before. So because some of them were Christmas presents. Wow. That was rather stressful. But then I had launched my um desire map planning new year workshop. I had a women's Christmas launch in a little cafe here, a friend that a friend owned. I had uh and I was all set to do it. And I had the the desire map I had the launch of the of my course on this on the 6th of January and on the 10th of January I got diagnosed with breast cancer and um that was it it went tits up 
and everything had to stop. Um, and then it came round to she was talking. Oh, then you announced that you were. I think you popped up as you know this pla- uh, um, Irish facilitator, and I went. My own knee jerk reaction was, "No, it's my thing. It's my thing." <laughs> <laughs> I got, and then I just went, "Okay, cop yourself on here." And there was there was talk about planners, and I thought, "There's no way I'm going to be able to do this because I was going to be going through chemo and radiation and all the rest." Um, so that's when I reached out to yourself and to Holly, who Holly Hinton, who was um, facilitating in England, and yeah. uh, and said here listen I'll give you all everything I did to how it and how I set up all my systems um, yes and and you did it you and Holly did it together yeah yeah and, and I bought mine from you I got my dad it was my Christmas yes. present from my dad did he come down and actually pick it up he came, down, he came to the door and picked it up yeah <laughs> so you've met my dad but you haven't met me <laughs> yeah it's all a bit strange isn't it it's a bit <laughs> We and didn't know each other very well then, though. No, we didn't. No. Then didn't. it was, it was when the planners, we were got talking, I think then, was it March last year? God, is it only that long? I think, I don't think it's even no. as long as that. I don't think we've even been, Gosh. I feel like you've been in my life my whole life. Yeah, that's what I mean. It seems like ages, but it's only, it's only, gosh, it's only just over a year. Yeah. So then when she announced about the planners for 2021, um, Alison and I got together and said, we'll do it together. Because Holly yeah. Holly had decided to let her license lapse. So there yes. wasn't any competition. So it was just kind of worked. And it worked beautifully this year. It did work really well this year. Yeah. It really did. And it now really she's not did. doing them anymore. <laughs> just just when we've got it down. <laughs> oh dear but it's it's been an amazing well I think I think the best bit about it all is our friendship actually yes yeah I'm with you there totally with you there the the countless hours on the phone (laughs) and my children going you always say two minutes when you're on the phone to Melanie but it's (laughs) half an hour later mom I'm sorry uh, it's funny because it's one of those, you know, when you find somebody who's just who clicks and like not many people know about the desire map or not. You know, whenever you say desire map to people, what has been your general, genuine, kind, genuine, uh, general re- reaction from people when you talk about what's, desire map? What's, what's desire map? What's it? Yeah. What? Yeah. The many um, they desire also, I think, has an impact. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think, yeah, I'm, I will be happy to see a different way of explaining things to people. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think a good few people are put off by the word desire. Mm. Um, mm. And I, maybe it's, maybe it's only an Irish thing. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think. I think we've been conditioned to it's an interesting one because it's I wonder if there's a certain amount a certain sort of element of um, provocation with the with the title desire map because in fact what you're talking about within it is feelings 
Yes. So, and yes, what you desire, but your core desired feelings. But if you put yes. the feelings map, it doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> oh no, it really doesn't. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So um, how has desire map helped you then? What has the, been the impact for you? Or can you, maybe we should describe what it is. I don't know. Should we do that now? What is desire map? This changes. It changes every time I tell someone. Yeah. It's, I don't know. How do you describe it? I'm. It's weird because this is the other thing. Like I said at the beginning, I half asked it. And then only yeah. in the last few years have I gone through the 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 progression of the of the chapters of the book and actually dug deep and used a dictionary because it's about it's about finding the right the exact word for the feeling that you're looking for and it's about creating a life based on how you want to feel rather than a sense a list of achievements that you want to attain is that yes is that the best? yeah so the feelings come first and the yeah. goal to those feelings come afterwards yeah yeah. I, I like the way she describes it best is that she was doing her this is Daniela Port she was doing her um uh, New Year's Eve list of aspirations and dreams for the year coming and she had a list of things but realized that actually none of these things would necessarily make her feel any better or how or feel the yes. way she wanted to feel so then she went yes. back and thought well how do I want to feel because you can you can tick off a list of achievements and still feel crap. Yes. Yeah. And I think as well, I, I, I think, you know, if one of the things I find with people who I've introduced to desire map is that nearly everybody says, I never think about how I want to feel. I know. Mm. So, so how, how do I find out? And, and that's what it is. It's, it's yeah. how you find out how you want to feel. And it's a series of exercises and introspections to, to get you to that. Wow, this is how I want to feel in my life. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and I think I think there I think we don't think about how we want to feel because we don't think we are we we don't think we should maybe expect to have the right to feel the way we want to feel or we're conditioned <laughs> to think feelings are not the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, feelings are not to be dependent upon, I think. Yeah. I think that's the that's the thing that comes to me is the idea that you can't trust your feelings. That's what I remember being no. told. You can't trust your feelings. And that's bullshit that's jesus yeah that's terrible <laughs> trust trust your gut trust your instinct trust your heart you know trust your feelings i yeah i think a lot of the time as well we're just too busy to think about mm -hmm. how we want to feel mm -hmm. danielle has a great audio i send to um clients all the time and it's um it's to get people to think about how they want to feel. So it's a list of how do you want to feel when? Yeah. How do you want to feel when you walk in your kitchen in the morning? Mm. How do you want to feel while you're doing your shopping? Yeah. You know, all these different things you just never think of. And actually, it's a really handy touchstone, even for me now, a few years later, 
to to go back to you know put it on the headphones and have a listen it's lovely I think also I find that I you're right the busyness is a, is a major issue and also then I become very focused on the fact that I'm feeling crap so I or the the negative feelings so the shift to like if I'm oh, I'm feeling really depressed I'm feeling really lonely I'm feeling really sad well hang on a minute how do I want to feel then yes. it just it just lifts you up out of the mire a little bit so that you can start to think about okay I because you can actually choose how you feel about things, how you choose how you yes. respond and that's the greatest power that we have isn't it yeah and it's huge like it's we were talking there about what it's meant in our lives to both of us and like I started desire mapping was a few years ago but my mom my my dad had died and my mom was quite sick she had dementia Mm. and we we still had her at home and then it was into hospitals and nursing home and we were I was going through all of that but I desire map my way through it and and I would in the past I would have pretty much fallen apart under pressure like not I didn't deal well with it very emotionally (laughs) um uh but with Desire Map, I felt like I had um, oh, a rock to cling to. Is, yeah, is yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I felt really anchored. Yeah. So while I was able to be, you know, I was stressed and I was sad and I was all the things I was. I was already grieving because mom was kind of had slipped yeah. away anyway. She wasn't really, but. Desire map really anchored me in and and let me know that actually you've got to you've got to sit with all of these yeah They're, all these feelings are okay but focus on the how you want to feel while you're letting these feelings wash over you so I didn't fall apart I, I can remember my husband even and this is such a compliment from him saying to me in the midst of it all you're very stoic hi. <laughs> <laughs> I should have recorded that. (laughs) Um, That it was just, it really, really helped. And Mm -hmm. and it's really helped me. It's really helped me look at myself and and go inward and and realize that actually all the stuff I need is within me. It's not Mm -hmm. out there somewhere waiting for me to discover it. it. I have it all. That's amazing. I mean, that's it's a similar thing to me during my cancer treatment. I remember very distinctly one of my core, one of the ways I wanted to feel my core desired feelings was abundance. And I'd sort of decided that at the beginning of the year before my diagnosis and then got blindsided by this massive um, uh, journey that I had to go on. And I remember thinking, how do I, how can I feel abundance when I'm in the middle of like all this horrible treatment I had two surgeries before I had a a lumpectomy and then there was still cancer in the breast they went in again so two surgeries before I even started the chemo and then um I started the chemo and you know just (laughs) craziness but I remember one time there was one of the good days and I made soup and I thought 
this feels so abundant. And I thought, oh goodness, actually, I can still feel abundant even in the midst of all of this thing. Yeah. You know, that's that, so that even, and it doesn't have to be big, you know, it, even just the no. simple thing of making soup actually yeah. can make me feel like, oh, there's, there's nourishment, there's, there's enoughness, there's bun- abundance. Yes. Yeah. Which, which was really powerful and helped me massively wow. throughout that time. It's that, it's that kind of feeling of, you've just reminded me of, of a day I felt, re- I was really sad. Actually, yeah. we'd had a, another death in the family. John's mom had died. And um, we were doing, I was doing a thing with a couple of girlfriends. We were doing a photo shoot at a beach for um, for the body image movement yeah. for the uh, Embrace movie. And I was really sad but it was the most beautiful morning. And I remember, I can remember sitting on a rock. I have a, a fabulous photo they took just before I started crying. <laughs> and my friend came over to me and she said, what, what's wrong? And I said, I'm really sad and I'm really happy at the same time. And I had never been able to feel two such conflicting emotions at the same time yeah. in my life. And that was after I started desire mapping and I was able to just be with it. And that's that's really powerful. You you know, you realize I can, I can do both of these. Yeah. 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 I think that's what's really, and actually what's as we, as Danielle has moved into heart centered and as we're kind of going on that journey, I'm understanding so much more about there are no, good and bad feelings there's no right or wrong feelings there are just feelings and they're yes. and it they're all in and it's yeah. okay to feel all of that and it's something that's really helped me in my parenting as well when my yes. kids are having big feelings and you know I don't know where they get it from I mean the fact that I'm an actress might have something to do with it but they have big feelings you know yes. and there's you know initially I can feel overwhelmed by all the feelings and all the expression of feelings but in fact it's all right for that it's really important for them to know that it's okay you know you can feel all the you can feel angry of course you can feel angry how you express it is the is maybe an issue yes the anger is not is not and I think that's really really important because you know for so for women I think particularly we've been taught that you know not to be angry you mustn't be angry or you mustn't be yeah yeah Yeah. and in fact it's completely fine to feel angry yes and sad and grieving and 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 even shame you know that is just a feeling but it can be healed (laughs) do you know what I mean it's a feeling jumping up and down going you gotta do something about me and so I was saying this my um one of my kids last night um they were feeling anxious and I said take a moment sit down close your eyes take it out and give it a big hug <laughs> oh, I love it. and I I don't know if it worked or not but I didn't hear anything more about it afterwards That's it. and so, you know it's, it's mad to think that I'm like I'm in my 40s and get only now understanding that what yeah. a to be able to now that I've got that be able to hand it to my kids and go you know yeah. give your anxiety a hug give your grief a hug give your yeah. anger a hug 
and say, you, you know, okay, you're yeah. telling me something here. Yeah. And then understand what, what it's telling you about. Then, then yes. we'll do something about it. Yeah. And I, I'm so glad you got it in your 40s. I waited until now. I'm 51. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. So um, it is. It's a it's a it's actually really, really beautiful. And I, and I always find I need to talk about it to sort of remind myself. Yes. As well. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be teaching it on June 7th. Slightly nervous. but Will this be in person or will it be virtual? No, this is my desire map for artists is going to be um, happening on uh, online. So anyone from anywhere around the world will be able to partake. Um, In fact, it's the first desire map course I've taught. I've done a free and clear, which is the sort of preliminary um, and that was just a, a trial run. So I'm nervous, but I'm basically I'm, I'm suggesting that we do four mornings, Monday morning, just I'll do a live on Zoom and then I'll send worksheets and we'll work through it together. And I, you know, I think I was waiting to, before I had it down. Before really properly teaching it, but actually, yeah, I think, in fact, I've just got to start but you have to you've been doing it for years I know so so it's and it's the reason I'm sort of saying it's for artists is because I think that being an artist myself there's this uh tendency to think to sort of get all messed up in the making art selling art not knowing where I'm going with my art it can all be very chaotic Mm -hmm. and this can be a fantastic um like you say like a rock like an anchor yeah. To say, well, how do you want to feel when you're making your art? How do you want your art to feel? Do you know what I mean? Oh, wow. And then because if people are people are people make their art from from their heart anyway. But oftentimes, do you know, there's that kind of, oh, my goodness, if I do this, I really feel like I want to make this piece, but nobody's going to get it. Well, you, you don't know until you put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah that's and actually it's just about giving giving permission to 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 go for it yes so and so oh yummy Absolutely yummy. yummy so if you want to sign up for that you can go to stratumbello.com to because uh, i've just launched my new website oh, and stratumbello.com and it'll be there i'll make it easy to find or just find me on instagram as well fabulous what are you up to have you got any desire map clients at the minute or um i have only one at the moment one-to-one um and we are on week three of what i think will be a six-week course because i've kind of combined the the level one workshop and the Mm -hmm. level two so to, to bring people right through wow to not just to core desired feelings, but what happens after you've discovered your core desired feelings and how you put them into your life, which is yeah. great fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you get to kind of finish it that way. So um, I've done it with two other clients. So yeah, it's it's quiet, but it's that quiet suits me at the moment with yeah. family stuff and yeah. other obligations. So 
yeah, I'll uh, happy to do the one-to-one -one work. It's great. I really yeah. like doing that. Um, and the one-to-one -one I have at the moment takes a week in between. So it's every two weeks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's, not, that's, that's yeah. much more, that's easy going. Well, she, you know, she's a working woman and yeah. Yeah. she she doesn't get that much time to herself. So, mm -hmm. you know, and with this work as well, you do need those blocks of times when yeah. you can really dive in and well I'm kind of hoping with the with my four week one that it will be it'll be we'll do it but I think there'll be a taste for people will want more yes. and yeah. then we can kind of decide I mean I can be available for one-to-ones or for further yes. group group yeah. discussions kind of thing um yeah it's exciting but you get so much from just having your core desired feelings in yeah. mind yeah. as well yeah. like it's it's just makes a massive difference. Like, I think one of the things I've done with people in the intros is to bring them to core desired feelings for the next week. Oh, very good. And, you know, putting them up on your post-its and putting them, you know, to remind Amazing. yourself. Um, and that's really powerful as well for people. So Amazing. just diving in deeper every time, isn't it? So, and um, yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> um so we'll chat next week we will talk to you soon yes bye bye Hi. thank you for listening to cree the irish for heart a podcast with melanie clark pullen and alison murphy you can follow us both on instagram alison murphy blog and Stratton Bellow and you can reach Alison at her website alisonmurphy.blog and Melanie at her website strattonbellow.com. Anything you'd like to hear about or find out more about send an email to heartcenteredcircle at gmail.com and be aware that's the American spelling of centered so it's heart c-e-n-t-e-r-e-d circle at gmail.com this podcast is produced by Melanie at Stratton Bellow and the music was by Simon Maxwell. Finally, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the soft rain fall upon your fields. And until we meet again, may divine love hold you in the palm of its hands. See you next time.
hope you enjoyed this episode of Cree, the Irish for Heart. To find out more about what we do, you can follow Alison on alisonmurphy.blog or melanie at strutambello.com. Send your questions to heartcenteredcircle at gmail.com. And just be aware that's with the American spelling. So it's heart, C-E-N-T-E-R-E-D, circle at gmail.com. You can also find us both on Instagram. Alison is at Alison Murphy blog and I am at Strut and Bellow. This podcast is produced by Melanie at Strut and Bellow in County Down and the music is by Simon Maxwell. We'll leave you for now with this Irish blessing. May the road rise up to meet you and may the wind be always at your back. And until we meet again, may divine love hold you in the palm of its hand.